Hey, Mary, you keep using the term executive functioning, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Would you break it down for me? This is the Reading Teacher's Lounge, where listeners can eavesdrop on professional conversations between elementary reading teachers. We're passionate about literacy and strive to find strategies to reach all learners. Shannon and Mary are neighbors who realized that they were literacy soul sisters at a dinner in their Atlanta neighborhood. Once they started chatting about reading, they haven't really stopped. Come join the conversation. Yeah, sure. Welcome to episode 20, where we're going to break down some teacher jargon for you. Today's episode, we're going to talk about executive functioning. I'm Shannon Betts, and I've been teaching for over 16 years. My specialty is locating the missing pieces in students' reading development and choosing just right activities to fill those gaps. You can find me online at readingdevelopment.com and at rdngdevelopment on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, I'm Mary Sagoffi. I'm a reading tutor, and I've taught in all elementary grades. I have Orton-Gillingham training, and I've been helping students with reading issues and dyslexia for over 10 years. I love talking all things teaching, and I believe that humor goes a long way when asking students and teachers to do hard things. I'm excited to share with Shannon and learn along with all of you. So be on the lookout. We're going to be doing some of these little micro podcast episodes about different teacher jargon, the literacy lexicon, all those buzzwords that you hear around the schoolhouse um, or you might hear in a staff meeting or a staff development session, or if you're a parent, you might hear it in a parent conference and you might not, a parent-teacher conference, you might not be sure exactly what that word means. And so we're going to have these little shorter episodes where we break down the teacher jargon and invite everybody into the world of the language of the schoolhouse where we are all on the same page and understanding what the words mean. Um, If anybody has any burning questions or desires, don't forget to reach out to us um, and you can email us at readingteacherslounge at gmail.com. Yeah, so future ones are going to be about phonemic awareness, um, sound symbol correspondence, alphabetic principle, grapheme, just some of those words that we use, but are we using correctly? Do we fully understand what they mean? Right. So, but the first one of those little micro episodes about the words is going to be about executive functioning. And I'm going to let Mary take this one completely because, yeah. like I said, I don't really understand what that word means. I only heard it probably just a few months ago. That was the first time she brought it to my attention. But now I've been hearing it everywhere. Right. So um, executive functioning um, really boils down to how you get all the things done in your life. It's the brain power that's required to get it all done. And that's kind of how we say adulting as adults. And um, for kids, that's getting all the responsibilities of the school day completed. And that includes social and academic, um, as well as, you know, turning in your homework and making sure you do that. So um, basically, it's how your brain organizes and plans, uses time management, um, how you can demonstrate self-control, show flexibility, um, how you can initiate the tasks that you're supposed to do and how you do that independently. Um, It's metacognition, which Shannon and I have chatted about on a previous episode, um, thinking about your thinking. Yep. And then also um, how you maintain your attention and also how you persevere through tasks. So that's a lot of things that your brain is responsible for doing. In addition to learning all the standards that students are supposed to learn each day. Right. So each year. you have to be able to 
do all of those things to learn. Um, right. So that gets a little complicated. And I came across the term, um, especially when I work with kids with ADHD, because you tend to find that they have these weaker executive functioning skills. It's harder for them to manage their time. It's harder for them to plan and demonstrate self-control. Um, so a lot of um, things that we do to help kids plan and process actually helps everyone across the spectrum. So if you think about your perfect, most ideal student, that is probably a person who has a very organized agenda planner. And this could be an adult or a student, actually, um, but someone who always has their papers, you know, just in the perfect order, their folders look nice and neat. You look at their desk and you're kind of in awe, like, oh, wow, they really have it all together. And it just looks, um, you know, like they're just ready to function right at that moment. And then you think about the opposite end of that spectrum. And those are typically the kids that are my jam. <laughs> I love to see, you know, I don't love to see it, but I love to work with kids to help them understand and find a system that works for them to organize their backpack, how to have um, a special study space at home where they're they don't have to be running all over the house to find that yellow marker or um, they know exactly where the Ziploc bags are kept. And, you know, if you need a Ziploc bag to put your note cards in, where are your note cards? All of those things require a lot of executive functioning skills. Just at the simplest term, since you've um, introduced those words to me, I've been paying attention to my students and sometimes we're doing this, the most simple task, like, you know, we're doing a word sort or some other activity where we're cutting and kind of manipulating the paper. And some students, it's just very natural. They know exactly what to do with the paper. And then other students, I have to point out that you need to turn all the little rectangles of the paper with the words on them to the correct way so that you can actually read the word, not upside down. Yep. And that is executive functioning. Exactly. Struggles. Yes. If, if it doesn't occur to them to do that or it doesn't occur to the students that I need to kind of pat down the papers after I've glued them to make sure that the notebook will close properly and then can go in my desk and it's not just shoved all in a exactly. crinkly heap. Yeah. I mean, homework is probably like the end-all, be-all exception um, or example, I should say, of this because when kids are doing their homework, um, you do you would expect them to, hey, I've done my homework, I'm going to turn it in. But kids with weak executive functioning, they are the ones who are like, it's done. But it's not done until you turn it in. <laughs> okay. And that isn't a really important lesson. That and that has to be explicitly done. taught to some students that it doesn't come naturally to. Right. So um, the, the final point that I'm going to kind of leave with all of the teachers who are listening, parents who are listening, is that Children's brains are developing up until the age of 24 and sometimes past that, too. I mean, our brains are very, you know, malleable. They can change and you can even break habits yourself as an adult. So you are not only responsible for them learning all of this curriculum, but you do really need to be as explicit as possible and maintain and create really strong systems for students so that they can find success. And one of the things that's a little difficult with that is, especially in middle school, when they change classes and have different teachers who have different organizational systems Ooh. that they then have to figure out and navigate socially. So, um, you know, if you are the parent of a soon-to-be middle schooler, I'm sure that's one of the worries that you have. Um, but if you can get everybody on the same page 
and your kid especially on the same page have a system that works for all the classes, you're setting them up for success. All right. Thank you so much um, for listening to the Reading Teachers Lounge podcast. We would like to thank Jordan Kemker for providing the original music and Allison Zane of Fruit Creative for the custom artwork. If you could please write us a review on iTunes, that will help more teachers find us. Also, if you find our information valuable, please tell a fellow teacher or parent to come check us out at our webpage. And we have lots more information on our show notes if you would like more information about what we talked about.